You're listening to Work It Lady, where the goal is for all ladies to be the best versions of ourselves. And if you happen to be a mom, be the best mom ever and maintain your sanity while we do it. Okay, ladies. So today I have a treat for you. I have a very special lady that I'm going to be interviewing today. Um, She really is a business owner who has really grown a successful brand and really is a very strong businesswoman. She's also part of the women-owned organization. And not only does she own a brand, but she does a lot in giving back to small female business owners. So I'm so excited to introduce Francine Farkas Sears. Hi, Francine. How are you? How are you today? It's fabulous to meet you. I've enjoyed your podcast and now it's a blessing to be on one. Thank you so much um, for being here, guys. And just FYI, I posted some pictures on my Instagram of me with a very cool backpack that I use as a laptop bag, as well as a kid toddler bag. This is the owner of that company. So you want to pay attention. If you like that bag, you want to pay attention to this episode today. Um, So let's go ahead and get right into it, because I really want to share a lot of your your business knowledge with the audience today. So uh, what's one thing that your business um, has done that you didn't expect? Well, we entered uh, during the hardest time in the business world, and we've had some very uh, celebrated success. We're working with the Girl Scouts of America, improving their collection and modernizing it. And we're working with working women that um, may not be working right now. And uh, But we found that as women are going back to work, as they're moving from place to place, uh, they need a bag and I'm the bag lady. So therefore we can really, uh, our timing was pretty perfect at an imperfect time. I love that. You are so right. And wow, that sounds like a lot of fun working with the Girl Scouts and other these other things you're doing. That is just great. Now, um, you kind of have a unique industry, I feel like you don't run into many bag designers. I feel like there, you know, we know the different names, you know, or in everything, but you don't really like this is something to me that is in some ways niche, although it's a huge industry. So that's why I wanted to ask you this one is, what is a common myth about your field of expertise? Well, here's here's where I stand right now. Um, Over the many, many years I've been in business, I've been working as a corporate leader, uh, making bags for uh, HP, Dell, corporate companies. Mm -hmm. When I sold my business about three months ago, I decided I'm finally going to be able to do what I want. And um, I'm going to make bags for the working woman. I'm going to enable her to walk into a room and look like she belongs there. She's going to have the bag that has room for her two telephones or her computer or her iPad or whatever else she may be carrying. And I'm going to do what I really want to do. I'm going to go back to designing. And so there is a difference. Uh, I'm not running a corporation of hundreds of people or thousands of people. I'm running a corporation of 10 people. And oh, are we doing it? We have young designers. We have young people. Everyone's teaching me something and I'm teaching them a lot. That's a success. That's the bottom line. 
Wow, that is great. So hey, you have such fast, and I know we're we're gonna get into some of this a little bit more um, through the episode. But let me just stop here and ask you: How did you decide that you wanted to get into this particular? And I know you just recently sold, you know, the the business before. But how did you get into this? What made what attracted you to the manufacturing industry? Well, for years, I've been working all over the world. I, my, my job was marketing globally for our stores originally. I was vice president of a very significant department store, and merchandising was my area. And the way that we could do and be different was by going overseas and really producing and learning how to produce, going with young designers and older designers and producing ourselves so that we could bring the best value to the customer in design. So how did I decide to do this? I decided to do this because I wanted to give back to the working woman. I wanted her to know that she didn't have to spend. And when she was entering that meeting and she was being interviewed, I wanted her to look good. So it's all in the bag and it's all how you look. The other thing was I wanted to work with young girls. And now what better place to work with young girls in the Girl Scouts of America? The numbers are prodigious. I mean, there are, I'm just going to look at this again because I want to be so right for you. There are over 2 million Girl Scouts. Mm. Now, if we can start when they're young and teach them to look, look their best, uh, learn all sorts of things, even selling Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scout cookies are an amazing way for them to learn how to do stock, how to deliver, how to sell, how to do even bottom line. So these little five, six, seven, eight-year-old girls, I want to help them look beautiful. I want them to join the Girl Scouts because I know they'll make a difference in their lives. So that's how I decided I wanted to do young girls and I wanted to do girls launching themselves, women launching themselves. That meant a lot to me. It's a give back, but also I'm interested in the bottom line. I'm a businesswoman. So I'm going to teach my people how to do business. And that's going to be pretty important. The reason I chose the Girl Scouts because many, I was a Girl Scout when I was a little girl in the Bronx. We mixed with so many people, but I was reviewing a list that I thought was quite fantastic. I have to share it with you. If you don't mind, I, I, should, mm -hmm. I do want to see better with them. Please. If you know um, Susan Wachowski, CEO of YouTube. She was a Girl Scout. Okay. Virginia um, Rometty, CEO of IBM. She was a Girl Scout. Mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton, she was a Girl Scout. Uh, Condoleezza Rice, she was a Girl Scout. So why did I choose the Girl Scouts? Because obviously they have a proven record. And I wanted to be part of that growth because lots of little girls don't know where to go today. They don't know what to do today. And this is an organization that could make them plan for the rest of their life. I think that was a very smart and strategic partnership because you're right. It's I can think back to some of the organizations that I was introduced to as a young one. I still remember them today. I remember being a DECA member. It's like a marketing yes. thing for kids. I still remember doing that. So it's a very important time. And I feel like those little brains just kind of grab on to that information and it holds us and it shapes us. So I think that's a great thing that you're doing, um, connecting with the girls um, and the Girl Scouts. And thank you for, for sharing that. I, I did not know all of those fabulous women were Girl Scouts. Hey, I love that. <laughs> well, you know, I, I had to do a lot of research myself and, um, and find out. And they're a fabulous organization. 
but also we're working with women entering the workforce. Mm -hmm. I'm interested in women with more taste than money. And I'm interested in women that have lots of taste and like a good deal. So, you know, we're shoppers. And uh, I felt this is the business that we really could make a difference in. And you, you walked around with the high line and the backpack. By the way, you look gorgeous. In it. Oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> thank you. And uh, you've walked around with the backpack as a tote and as a backpack. And it's just a great bag that we made for a very high-end store. It was selling for over $500 and we're selling it for $100. So we want, we want the woman to look good. If she looks good, we know when we look good, we feel good. When we look fit, when we're the best that we can be, as you would say, uh, we look good, we feel good. We have confidence and we need confidence. We absolutely do. And especially, I think you make such a good point that you're doing this at this time, because a lot of women during this pandemic, during this transitional period, now some, you know, are going back to work or whatever the case is, but it is a transition period. And what I'm finding is, is that it's easy to lose your confidence in a situation like this, you know, um, you just are kind of thrown into so many different situations. You don't know what to do. So something so simple as having a nice bag that can hold all your items well, gives you that confidence. You know, you feel good about the back of, you know, me, I'm, I'm like you said, a bag lady and I need a lot of stuff. You know, I got two little ones and you don't want to look like the disheveled mom all the time. Not that there's anything wrong with being a little disheveled and not having it all together all the time. But when it's time to, to do the thing yes. you want to show up and, and look polished and look great and invest in a great bag that can serve all those purposes for you and while i have you guys here yes i want to just show you my highline bags you guys have seen oh. me walking around um, yes <laughs> And oh, I just love you. it, guys. Um, I want you to kind of keep an eye out on the podcast. I will be doing a full review of this bag on the podcast, um, as well as Fabulous. some other goodies coming. So keep on the lookout. Okay. I have to get you the uh, number five, which is our version of Chanel bag. Uh, you have to have it. You would look so darn elegant in it. We want other women to own it. I hope everyone goes on to Francine Collections because I'm really devoting my heart to it. And, um, and we want it, it will be a success because they're beautiful, they're beautifully made, the materials are beautiful. That bag that you just held is made with the same material as a product bag, but your bag is $99. Now, someone would say, how could she do it? I've made a million bags a year for the mm -hmm. corporate world. So that's how I could do it. I really know the business. In 1972, I went to China with the first group of 26 Americans that were invited to China for the first time after China was closed for 26 years. Mm. So this is a market and this is a world of opening up China for the retail world uh, was quite fantastic. I'm so sorry to see that some have messed it up a little bit, <laughs> but let's hope it gets straightened out because we want peace in this world for your children and mine. Oh, that is a very encouraging message. And wow, so you are a, a visionary and a leader, truly a leader in the merchandising um, world. Um, this is this is excellent. Um, okay, so let's uh, talk about, let's switch gears a little bit. What is the most important lesson that you learned over your career? Tenacity. Okay, uh, staying with it. 
So many women, as you said, lose their confidence. They give up. They have a great idea. Can't do that. You know, um, Winston Churchill, you uh, said uh, during a graduating class at Eton, he got up from his seat, looked out at the vast audience of all these um, graduates from one of the most elite schools in the world. He stood before the podium and he said, don't give up. Then he sat down. <laughs> no, you don't have to say much more. Just don't give up. I'm sure you know those words very well. The other expression I use quite often whenever I speak to women in large groups or small groups um, is no is a delayed yes. Hmm. So just keep your mind on the fact that they will say no. Just keep going back and keep going back. Sell your idea. Stay with it. Don't get discouraged. If it's a good idea, it will work. It will work. Have confidence. That is very true. You, you make many good points. I think sometimes I feel like there's almost like a growing phase with businesses where it's starting to get so hard. You're like, I can't do this anymore. At that minute that you feel like I want to give up, that's probably when you need to just rearrange and, re and try to just push through and keep going. Um, well, you, you know, you're so right because you have to stop then and you have to laugh and you have to do something silly. And you have to take a facial or you have to take a walk or you have to have a slice of pizza. <laughs> Whatever is your right moment that makes you feel good. Sometimes you have to walk away to come back because it becomes so overpowering. The weight is so heavy that you have to walk away from it totally and come back. Walk away from your family for a little bit and walk away from everything Maybe just go out and have a wonderful um, drink with a friend or a hot fudge sundae. I don't care what it might be. Or a movie. You must walk away to come back. I speak to these women at WPO, 1,000 incredible business leaders, all corporate leaders of their own companies. And I say, don't take yourself too seriously. Mm. Walk away and then you can come back. Sometimes it would be for a day. Sometimes it's an hour, but give yourself that time. It's, it's critical. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's especially important for moms too. Um, so we kind of talked uh, a little bit about your business and why you chose handbags. Um, what would you give, what advice would you give to someone who's starting out in their career? Maybe they're, you know, a woman who's starting a business now during this, this, this transitional time. What yeah. other advice do you have? I would say, listen to yourself. Um, listen to yourself, believe in yourself, have confidence in yourself. Um, follow your idea through. Again, it's the same story. Don't give up. Um, Get feedback, mentor people like yourself, mentor people like me, mentor with lots of people that have been successful in business before. Women love to share it. I, I love to sit and go to these meetings and I find how willing women are to share their stories in tears and stories and how hard it was, but they got there, they got there. And you just cannot give up, but you have to go to a bank and you have to get your loans, you have to have your balance sheet, you have to do your homework. The most important thing is do your homework. 
You know, I was a stockbroker for six years when I left the fashion business and I married my husband and uh, we both loved Wall Street. And he said, you know, you can do this. Um, I think I was 28 years old at the time. I said, okay, five firms turned me down, but the sixth one took me. Okay. And so you just keep going and going if you believe in that business. And I learned what I didn't know before because my education didn't afford me the financial background that I learned on Wall Street. So find ways to learn what you don't know. Remember, they're going to ask you because you're a woman. They're going to ask you, the men will ask you, and even other women sometimes will ask you the questions that they won't ask a man. So do your homework. Know everything about your banking, know everything about your finances, know everything about your manufacturing, or know, and also step in your customer's shoes. Don't think of yourself as much as you think of your customer. If I think of the lady I'm making the bag for, if I'm thinking of that little Girl Scout that's going to put on that cute little hat or T-shirt or whatever it may be, and she's going to stepping in her shoes, not mine. That so is, step into your customer's shoes. That is so, oh, that is just great. Um Okay, uh, let's 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 touch on this last question here, and that is, what's one lesson that your career, your job, um, in manufacturing, what have you learned that you think everyone should learn at some point in their life? A that you start believing once you're kind of a success the day you start believing your own publicity because other people were telling you are great that's the day you're wrong okay so don't believe in what you read about yourself or what you heard about yourself just keep trying like it's your first job your first day wow. be healthy and fresh with every new thing that you're going to do be excited be positive don't get into the negative zones ever, but admit to your mistake and move on if there is one. And we all are going to have them. I've had so many, but if you're right, nine times out of 10, you'll be okay. But accept yes. the mistake and move on. That is so important. And I, th I feel like that's something that is so hard I think women are a little better at it than, than men, you know, just saying, Hey, you know, I, I'm a little, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, we can just say, Hey, we, we made a mistake here. Sorry yeah. about it and move on, you know? And I think that when you're able to do that, I feel like your life goes a lot better. You have better relationships and business yeah. relationships too. Exactly. You know, even me as a small business owner with my first business, that's a that's a no-no for me. Like if you can't take responsibility for things, I, I don't want to do business with you, you know? So even as female business owners, um, I think it's important for us to to get that. So um wow. Well, you know, we have we have a long way to go. I was looking at some figures today about um uh the US Fortune 500 companies. Mm -hmm. And in the US uh, USA, the Fortune 500 companies, of course, are the leaders that we're looking at. They own the IBMs, General Motors, Ford, um, Aerospace, uh, and such. But out of them, 
only 31 are headed by women CEOs, and there are 121 Fortune 500 companies. So we have some work to do. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. whether we're behind the scenes, and sometimes we do more behind the scenes uh, than we do in front, but we still have to get up front. And we, we still have to work on that. Yes, for sure. I know I just did. I can just sit here and think, and I'm sure the, the listeners can relate. When I worked with women, I feel like I ha- I learned more from my job. I enjoyed mm-hmm. my jobs overall um, more. And I feel like women, we have so much common sense to, to bring to mm-hmm. a, a corporation. And I feel like sometimes the, the men-led corporations, there's always just these co- simple common sense things that are lacking, you know? Yeah. It's like if a women, if a woman put this together, you would just know this would not be happening. <laughs> so you know, I, I often, Chris, related to um, what we have to do. You have a child. Your child falls down. The child's knee is bleeding. You're going to run and fix it. Mm-hmm. You're going to get the band aid. You're going to get the mercurocom. You're going to have to get whatever you need. Men negotiate. We do. Mm-hmm. We just do. We get it finished. We get it done. We make it happen. No matter how hard it might be, and the pandemic was a prime example. Let's get these women back to work. Let's get them childcare. Let's get them all the things that they need. Let's let's do what other countries do. You know, the Swedish, Norwegian, even the Chinese companies don't think about it. There's childcare everywhere. I started childcare in our company 40 years ago, where people could bring their kids to work. And we laughed at it. You know, it's just what you did. You were a mother and you did it. I had five children. So where do I put them? (laughs) Of course, I had, I had a, I must admit, I had a very supportive husband. So that was kind of great too. Wow. Now that right there is incredible. And those are the types of things that I wish some of these bigger corporations would embrace, you know, like, I mean, you're allowed, you know, your staff to to bring kids with them if needed. Um, Even, maybe adjusting the the work schedule and the work week. I mean, I feel like one thing I would always, you know, say, oh, this would be a great thing is like a four-day work week, you know? Like, why does it have to be five-day? You know, how about a four-day work, you know? Or some sort of flexibility. I think it helps us as women to kind of, you know, push it a little bit. So thank you for for being a leader in that and and providing unique opportunities um i've i've had the chance to interact with a couple members of your staff and they've all been so great so supportive I think, yes yes really i yeah, mean they're yeah. great so ladies now we are on the francine collections website um and so this is where you want to head over and go ahead and check in everything out so again it's francinecollections.com when you land on the home page you are hit with a dynamic video showing you all of the amazing bags that you can get on francinecollections.com i love this ad like this is just so cool you see the details on the bag they're jiving they're dancing they're doing all kinds of things um you can also go ahead and subscribe to the website so you can be in the loop for any um deals and anything that are coming up and of course you just want to go ahead and browse through and shop so i like it because there's a little bit of everything for everyone here on the website um it talks um more about francine collections right there on the home page um so that's nice if you want to learn even more about um francine's beautiful collection 
Um, now, if you head over to shop, I want to just go ahead and show you, oh, let's see here, shop and then backpacks. So this is uh, where you want to go if you're interested in the bag that I have. This is the Highline Convertible Backpack um, Crossbody and Tote. Let me just quickly in this episode, just tell you a couple things that I love. The size is perfect, guys. It's so like multi-use you can really fit a laptop in there and some again like I mentioned because I know we have a lot of toddler moms and um, newborn baby moms um, listening this is a bag you can throw your laptop in as well as some things for the baby and have it compartmentalized and everything you need so you can head to Starbucks you know with your laptop and the baby and you don't need two bags okay you're not the bag lady so that's really one of the things that I really really, really love about this. There's a quick little 30 second video as well there um, on the site that you can take a look at. So while we're here, is there anywhere else on the website uh, that you would like the ladies to check out? Oh, let's look at the um, Made Easy. That's kind of a fun bag, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Now there's a a diaper bag right there. That black one is a diaper bag Mm -hmm. made out of recycled materials. Uh, the black and silver is a, a weekender, and you can still put your computer in. And the Made Easy's are right down here. Uh, the leather totes, they're four leather totes in black, brandy, green, and white. The white has been an amazing seller, and they're only $99. So I think that's, that's a steal. That As is. you go further down, this is our number five, little Chanel but Chanel can't, you can't put a computer in your Chanel bag, but you can put a protected computer in this one. And it's really, really wonderful. And it's made of the same beautiful nylon material. And I think you'd really enjoy this. They're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun and they function. Oh, these are beautiful. This is our thoroughbred on the right. Mm-hmm. It's, um, oh, thank you for turning it. Uh, it's in a black Gucci nylon and it's more of a structured, kind of Hermes bag. It's really a very elegant little case. I really like that. I feel like if I'm, you know, going out or something, or I'm going to have go to brunch with one of my friends, this oh, is that's such a, brunch. a cute bag. This is going out to lunch. This is walking into a meeting. You're now coming up to our hottest numbers. Okay. Our Florence roller. This roller weighs only six and a half pounds. It's coming back in on April 15th. We're taking orders on it now. It's only $149 for people in this meeting, but it will be going up to $169. Freight is costing us a lot, but it's the most incredible uh, roller case that you could ever imagine. And uh, it works. It really works. You can use it overnight. You could put it in the overhead. You could put it under your seat. You could put it in your car and go into a meeting, a business meeting. If you're a salesperson uh, and going on an overnight, you could fit clothing in it and you could fit your technology. It's really a fabulous roller. This has a great video with it too. And on your right is our London leather case. I don't like that one. It's too heavy. <laughs> is that terrible? <laughs> it, it, it's just too much leather. And as you go up, oh, I love the next one because it's a his and hers. So this is our Bond Street leather overnighter. And we add a little purse to it or a pouch. It's for him or her. So if Father's Day is coming up, it would be a great, great gift. It's really a beautiful case. So there's plenty of room for clothing. Uh, It's a great weekender and it's made of leather. 
And you can see the price is $149. It's quite wonderful. We love this case. Wow. You're, you're doing a great job here showing our collection. Thank you. <laughs> oh, and as welcome. I see it, I love it even more and more. We're also, rollers are so popular now that we're working on two more rollers. There's another roller that's the Croco roller. And that's um, a larger roller. That's really nice. Thank you. We recently added the gray and the burgundy. And the black, of course, is a fabulous seller. So that's coming in April 15th. And we're taking orders on it now. Right, Charlie? I love that. I love that. These are great guys. Definitely head over to francinescollections.com and check these out, especially, you know, um, right now air uh, travel is picking up. I really think you may want to hop on this uh, laptop tote roller. It's only six pounds. Great to go ahead and, and take with you um, for your business travels. Um, Okay, ladies, this has been a very informative um, look uh, at Francine's collections, but also it's been so great to get to know Francine, the woman behind the brand, and learn um, from her all of the tricks of the trade and shit. I'm just thankful that you're sharing all of this with us. So I want to thank you so much for being here today. Thank you very much. It's such a joy and pleasure to share your hospitality and our collection. We put our love into it and lots of good quality. So thank you so much, Caressa. You are a marvelous, marvelous hostess. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for joining us and, and sharing your knowledge. And yes, this has been great. Oh. To our home, I'm a pretty good hostess too. So <laughs> I may have to take you up on that now that the COVID numbers are going down. Right. And only if you come with the children. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. I can definitely do that. <laughs> that would be great. Thank you for having us today. We really love it. We really, really appreciate it. Charlotte, Dawn, we all appreciate you and, uh, and your spirit and your beauty. And your, you are, this, is, this is only the first page for you. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. I appreciate the encouragement. I really, really do. Um, I, I really, really do. It, it means a lot. So, so I want to um, thank you all so much for, for um, sitting down with us and having this conversation today. Uh, if you want to go ahead and get these links, all of Francine's information will be linked uh, in the description of this episode on podcast as well as on YouTube. If you're listening on podcast, please do uh, also hop over to YouTube and um, check everything out there so you can get the visuals as well. All right, ladies, I want to thank you so much for listening to Work It Lady. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode. See you next time.